Initializing recap. So you guys begin your journey back to the cube, which is the human civilization settlement in the Casamal system, and also the home of the Oversight Guild, which you had specifically taken this contract from. Victor begins the docking process, and he turns to you guys and he says, We're going to be at dock for a while between getting Satir right as rain and fixing the shit up up after this terror attack we're gonna have some time so hit the tavern you walk over to the contract terminal and it's populating with all these jobs there's probably like 80 or 90 of them hit a random 5,000 and just hit accept immediately as soon as you do job no longer available and you notice that like every time that happens a few more jobs disappear you're down to like 27 the jobs now go down to two there are two remaining jobs on the board on your way there you hear hey Hey, wait up! As a, a little voice comes from behind you guys. Hi, I'm Thimble. I know one of our contracts was for the admin. Do you have anything to do with that? Yeah, I think there's a few admin contacts. Actually, they should probably be a bunch. We haven't had a tavern dock in ages. They all disappeared quickly today, Are you sure? It's pretty much the story of the cube. Our communication system is garbage. So there's a good chance we might just have to send a tech over and reboot the tavern console. Uh, you must be the tavern guys, yeah? Yeah, that's yes. us. That's all right, perfect. So we got a little bit of a situation here. That's a bomb, right? And he points to a small package that has been fixed onto the surface of one of the exhaust ports. You pull the last wire and the bomb, whatever was holding it on there, like the magnetism or whatever, just kind of drops off and the bomb falls into your hand. Deactivated and disarmed. Frag covers the microphone and he looks at Greg and he says, a shoulder or leg? Uh, let's do shoulder. And he says, shoulder or leg? And Freg goes, uh, we'll do leg. And they draw their pistols and shoot each other once in the shoulder and Freg in the leg and they drop to the ground and Freg reactivates his comms and he says, we're under attack. We've been shot. They have a bomb. Recap complete. Welcome back to No Quest for the Wicked. It's been a while since we've played, but you don't know that, so that's all right. Gentlemen, I have two questions for you. Are you ready to rock? <laughs> uh, Always. More nervous than anything, because despite all this time between uh, last time we played and now, I still have no fucking idea what I want to do. <laughs> Slightly yeah. less determined than last time? Okay, are you ready to <laughs> roll? I will answer that not with an answer, but with... Did you hear the there dice? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a, a little bit of a predicament as you have just been ratted out by your two engineering buddies aboard the, the cube. You were sent down here on a contract to investigate a suspicious package. Um, it turned out to be a bomb on one of the reactor exhaust ports of the cube space station. Um, and when you finally disarmed it, um, Greg and Freg, your engineering contacts, had shot each other and then said that you were the ones who planted it. And they are currently on the ground on either side of you. Um, one got shot in the shoulder, one got shot in the, the leg, and they're both just kind of looking at you. What would you like to do? 
Well, first, I'd like to clear the record or set the record straight here. We were not ratted out. We were accused. We were framed. Eh, tomato, tomato. Mm. Set up. I don't know. When we go to court, we need to have this very <laughs> like clearly stated. Merrick's like two hands, like his, his hands number three and four, literally taking notes of everything that's happening as it happens <laughs> up to this point. And I believe Duren's still holding the bomb. So he's just kind of like looking left to right and it's just like, uh, uh. Yeah, no, yeah, no. you're definitely still holding the bomb. No, he didn't, Cody says. And he kind of like walks over to Frag. Is Frag shot in the shoulder or the leg? Uh, I think well, it was shoulders. Are you okay? He kind of just still doesn't believe what's going on. So he's going to do a, like a, oh, that's a nat 20. God damn it. Medicine check? Because I guess he's just like, did they actually shoot? Like, he's just, like, his mind is blown. He trusted these men. We were embracing only a few minutes ago. They've shot each other, um, but you can tell with that check that they are, like, grazing wounds. Like, they, they're real wounds, but they are not life-threatening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really wish that my bullshit roll that was nothing but flavor wasn't in that 20, and I could have used it on anything else. The two of them are just kind of like you know, breathing in pain, but they're not saying anything. Um, mm-hmm. But there is sort of like a, a sinister smile on both their faces. Um, I Mer- look at uh, Merrick and uh, Duren. What, what, why would they do this? Uh, Merrick goes over to them, kneels down, sort of just faces them. Why would you do this? Who paid you? Was it money? Do we have your family? Is it a political ploy? I'm curious. Merrick, I hate to, to speed things along, but uh, we kind of have a situation no, no, right you now. you can't rush this. Greg? Oh, okay, okay. While this is happening, I rolled a 14 perception just because, like, I guess now that Cody's finally realizing that they're kind of being set up, uh, I want to know if we can hear people, like, approaching the position. Um, not at the moment, no. Uh, Merrick, you were doing something? Did you roll, or was that... No, no, I was just speaking to them. I'll roll okay. diplomacy if I want to add numbers to my words. Uh, yeah. That's going to be a 20 non-natural. Cool. Um, you, when you're usually pretty convincing and charismatic and uh, your whole thing is getting to the root of the matter and opening people up, these people are blank other than this sinister smile. And uh, who are you talking to? Greg or Frag right now? Uh, Greg. Greg reaches up and puts a hand on your shoulder. Do you do anything? Do you let him do this? Yeah, it's fine. And you feel his like hand tighten around your robe, and he pulls you in, and he begins muttering something. And there, it's like short bursts. And it's, uh, what languages do you speak? That is a million dollar question. I believe it is just common and Kasathan. Cool. So he's saying shit in languages or language that you don't know. But then he gets to Kasathan and he says the word reckoning. And then he goes back to saying a bunch of other words. And then in common, you make it out again. He says reckoning. Should we call the captain? How much time do we think we have? Not much. Greg begins saying it louder and now Freg is doing the exact same thing in the exact same like rhythm in the same languages and you can tell they're rotating through different languages all of them 
being different. So once it hits like Yosoki, Duran, you clock that he says reckoning. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone, any other languages you guys might speak, well, it'll be like reckoning and then nothing and nothing and nothing and nothing and then reckoning. Um, and okay. they're getting louder and louder as they do that. And like their faces are now starting to get red and the veins are starting to like bulge on their forehead. Have we actually disabled the bomb? <laughs> Should we double check that? Yes, you did. Okay, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I want to record a sound bite of them saying reckoning in all these different languages. Sure. And while he's doing that, I think I'm going to like take a look at the bomb a little bit more, see if there's anything I can do with it that would may benefit us in some way. Uh, Yeah, give me an engineering check. Uh, 17. It's a bomb. I I don't know what specifically, like you could plant it somewhere else and use it if you wanted to. Um, But it's a a disabled bomb that you now have possession of. Um, Is there like something I can remove from it to make it completely inert? Like it was almost comical that someone would put it somewhere. Um, So you could like, because it's disarmed, you can essentially like remove the explosive payload from like the, the detonation device and the triggering device and like all the, all the wires. Now you can literally like separate it into its individual parts. Okay. 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 I think I'm going to start doing that and just start pulling it apart and anything that's like relatively dangerous. I'm just going to shove it into my cheek pouch. Do we just run? Should we call the captain? I feel like we're not having enough urgency in this situation. (laughs) I feel like we should just leave. We don't have any evidence to support our case right now. They're not going to listen when they have two employees of the cube. They're not going to believe us. Is there any way we could do, because they deleted the camera footage while we were fiddling with the bomb, right? You don't know that. Well, we, I think, didn't you say that last time? Anyway, um, is there, assumed it. Oh, is there a computer nearby that we can maybe try to, uh, Frank had, had like a tablet, like a diagnostics tablet. Okay. Um, I guess Cody is going to try and like do a computer's check to see if he can get that back or get it. Oh shit. Yeah. That's a 21. Perfect. You grab Freg's tablet and he doesn't even try to like stop you because they're currently just like reckoning, 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 reckoning. Um, And you open it up and it's just on like like a a website search engine. (laughs) Can I try to do anything with it? Yeah, it's a a tablet. Yeah. Okay, so like with a 21, I assume I can, you know, do some good computer things. So maybe try to find (laughs) any evidence from like who they are or whether they've done anything, like any incriminating evidence, who they are, sure. anything that'll like help us out. It is a consumer personal tablet. It has nothing to do with engineering. It's not admin standard. It's nothing. Mm. And but, whatever he was doing on it was nothing. All right. Oh my God. It was a prop. Cool. Okay. And at this point, Greg and Freg are now screaming and stop. They one final reckoning and all of a sudden a silver liquid begins dripping out of their nose and their mouth and their eyes and their ears and they tip over dead. I assume we recognize that as the same liquid that was on the ships. It looks suspiciously familiar. Yes. Uh, Cody is backing away quite quickly from that. I don't think we should be here. You can tell as you look at it, it seems to it doesn't it's not staying. Mm-hmm. And it's corroding into their face, like where it's landing. It's almost like it's acid is now burning into them. And the silver liquid 
is gone, but these horrible burns on their face where it's come out uh, remain. Do I need a, a medicine check to see if they're alive? Oh no, they're they're dead. It is very obvious that they are dead. Um, give me perception checks, everyone. Well, there we go. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. Nineteen. Ooh. Six. Perfect. Code. No, sorry. Durin and Merrick, you both now hear the sounds of footsteps further down in the corridors. And, and it's like sounds of boots moving quickly. All right, friends, we have to make a decision. Do we stay here and argue our case or do we run? Can you explain that? And I like point at the burns on their face. I don't think the fact that there's acid in their skin is going to be enough to say, hey, we didn't do it. Don't like that, acid. That's what I mean. I think running, despite how uh, incriminating it may look, may be our best bet. Is there an exit out of this room besides where the boot sound is coming from? Yes. So this is like a big ring, or I guess a square around the uh, the station. You came in from like a service elevator down a like a hallway. So just behind you. So you could go back up the elevator if you wanted to. Okay. Take the bomb with us and we just run, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Let's just go. Just for like clarity's sake, I'm pretty sure... The bomb is in Durant's mouth currently, yes? I think all the bad parts are, right? The bad bits are. I left, like, whatever, like, refuge or whatever. I just, like, left it there just in, like, tatters. Hopefully it looks like just regular equipment and doesn't look like a bomb. That's kind of my intention. Don't know how it'll work, but we'll see. There's there's a bunch of wires, and but yes, there's nothing there that, like, someone would look at and be like, this is a bomb. Yeah, that's more so what I was going for and trying to get, like, the explosive bits away from this area as much as fast as possible. And that's what it's in my mouth. I type how to incriminate three strangers into the tablet and put it back in his hand. I I don't. (laughs) But I don't take the tablet. I don't like that's the only thing I touch and I definitely leave it behind. Leave it. Leave it on incognito mode so they think it's all secret and stuff. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, Darren, do you wear gloves? As an engineer, I'll leave that to um, Dane. Would I be wearing gloves? You tell me, buddy. It's your character. Um, no, I don't see it happening, unfortunately. Okay. No, no. Because the big difference between this and normal D&D is we have to worry about things like science. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Do androids right. have fingerprints? That's a real question. Yeah, I don't know. That's fucking oh, deep, dude. Gosh. I'm going to wipe deep. the tablet as I put it back with my, like, jacket. Okay, and that's... then let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think three people have ever stayed so long in a crime scene before. I know. <laughs> like, maybe it's that we started the episode here, but I don't think we had the, the necessary momentum that I think we needed in this scene. <laughs> but now I'm fucking bucking it towards the yeah. other. I want to get back to Captain Daddy. He'll protect me. Uh, cool. So you are going back up the service elevator? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So you reach the top of the elevator. I will give you guys a chance to... Because this is like something that you can't hurry or whatever. If you'd like to discuss a plan of action or anything in the elevator, now is your time to do it. Why would why would they do this to us? It's reckoning. That's a word. That's a powerful word. It's a word with people with motivation. It isn't an act of a couple individuals. It's an act of a, a force or a group who have large goals spanning outside of a, of a town or city or even the cube itself it's a big word it's a powerful word probably religious why us i think we're just in the wrong place at the wrong time yeah 
I I guess we just get get back to the ship and, yeah. and the captain can protect us, right? Well, he'll want to know about the silvery liquid anyway. That, that's the part that has me hold up. I like everything kind of like makes sense to a degree. Like, oh, we were set up by a group. We were set up by these. Just maybe they were like crazy or something. But the liquid throws me off. I I don't see how that connects. Now they didn't describe us when they called. They just said. Were like attacked and someone planned the bomb, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, there is probably camera footage somewhere mm-hmm. of us getting to this area, so I don't. And plus, it's probably recorded that we agreed to do this job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, back to the back to the ship as fast as we can. As the elevator reaches its destination, it dings, and a stalwart blade, which is the cube security force turns around and aims a rifle right at you guys. And he says, stop! What seems to be the problem, officer? And the second you say that phrase, a familiar purple haze covers his eyes, and he relaxes, and he drops his weapon. He says, darlings, we're being held at the med station on the other end of the atrium. They're holding us under suspicion of Sononan influence. Please help. And he reaches into his pocket, pulls out a taser, and hits himself in the neck and crumples to the ground. (laughs) Does this man have any grenades, Dane? He does not. Mm, You fucker. (laughs) I guess we should head to the med bay and we should start booking it. Yeah. Booking it. I assume there's nothing. I'm going to search to see if he has any, like, key cards or anything. Um, No, it's it's all biometrics, pretty much. Ah, well, I cut his hand off. Do you? No, I definitely don't. <laughs> uh, now, Dane, did anyone see that happen? To see this like straight up security guard just tase himself? No, you guys are still sort of like in the you need permission to be here zone. So he's kind of doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. How heavy is he? He's a normal. He's just a human. All right. Can I roll a medicine check to see how long a tasing lasts? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's a 16. Um, he'll probably be with the, the strength and like the tasers aren't like our tasers. Uh, yeah. These are meant more or less from like long distance, not right to your neck sort of situation. Uh, so he'll probably be down for like five, ten minutes. All right. Mer- uh, Merrick's going to pick him up and car- and using like two arms on one side of his body, hold him up really straight and try to walk with him like he's a little drunk and use his hand to maybe get through some doors. Okay, you're going to weekend at Bernie this man. Yes, we're going to weekend at Bernie this man. For five minutes, I'm keeping a timer. Okay, well, I will explain, because you guys came through here, I will explain what you're entering into. So after this uh, door, I will let you... It makes sense that you would probably need him to get out, uh, because everyone is kind of gone. Like, Greg and Fred let you into this area, and those people are now dead. Um, So you can definitely use his thumbprint to open the the sort of like service maintenance area. Um, But that door leads out into the atrium of the cube, uh, which is this massive kind of open air uh, shopping center, essentially, but it's, it's huge. It's about the size of central park. Um, And it is, it's got like rows of offset bars and restaurants and and theaters and casinos and shops. And this is sort of the, the permanent shop district or like the permanent residences of the cube and mm-hmm. most of them are the people who 
helped kind of like form the cube. They were the the first people there. And then there's a big kind of gap where um, the cube lightway is, which is essentially their highway and streets and stuff run through. And in the center of that is a massive white pillar, which is the home to the administration. In and it, it's designed to look very similar to the Eris reactors. Um, it is like an homage to the the Volai uh, technology that saved them. Um, but I would say you would know that trying to carry this this blade through the atrium would cause more problems. Uh, than problems, <laughs> yes. And by the time you've reached, like it, it's going to take a, a quite a while. Like okay. you can't walk Central Park in five minutes. So it would take a while to get to the end where you, where the bed, med bay is. Merrick can go obscenely fast, so he might actually be able to do it in five minutes. But it would be <laughs> so suspicious that someone's just like mirror, like blasting through and like a insensate guard and in two of their forearms. Well, what if the guard's wearing a pair of cool sunglasses? He did it. He solved it. No, just use the guard to get get the main door open and just ditch the body. Yeah. Are you doing anything spe- like specific with the body? Um, do we want to take the uniform? That's what I was kind of thinking, but I I figured it would be too like I don't know like too time consuming. I don't know. What do you want to do? Funny. Like wear the uniform. Yeah. Oh, um, you want to take his uniform? Okay. Yeah. If, if that's what you'd like to do, it's it also like a bad idea. <laughs> Cody's like, this is another crime, right? <laughs> take stealing from the man. That's fair. All right, we're not going to help ourselves in court with that one. Um, yeah, well, how incriminating do you do you want to be? Okay. It's an honest question. They might blame the tasing on us too. But that that wasn't us. And Cody's like looking around if as if there were cameras, like in case there are. He's that that wasn't us. Um Are there cameras? Uh give me a perception check. Nope. Uh it's an eleven. Uh not that you see. Cool. Yeah, I'll just sit him up like by the exit door, like just lean him his head against the wall. Okay. I leave like a, a, a coin or like a credit or whatever in his lap. Okay, a little cred stick for his troubles. Yeah, Cody's okay. gonna like straighten them up, make them like comfy. All right, you've now spent five minutes rearranging <laughs> him. All right, I yeah. guess into the atrium. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you enter into this like massive open air atrium and there's it's kind of business as usual out here there's you know cars flying by you um there's a bunch of people shopping uh you know things things going about it's busy it's packed it's crowded and you start making your way through the atrium merrick please give me a perception check that will be a five. Oh god fantastic um you guys are making your way through the crowd um now i'm gonna need a perception check from everyone else okay i really wish i had any perception (laughs) yeah same oh that's better though i got a 19 okay Uh, i got a 15 okay i got a four oh perfect this is gonna be good Cody and Duran, you both notice that there is a small squad of stalwart blades making their way directly to you, and they see you. Oh, fuck. Uh, do they see us in, like, oh, they're, that's them? They're clearly, they've clearly uh, broken the law? Or do they just be like, oh, hey, Cody, what's up? Just as in, no, like, no. in passing, like, oh, hey. No, they, they're looking for you. Ah. Uh, is there anywhere we could hide 
Are we just kind of in the middle of like a concourse? There's, there's people around the shit, right? Yes, you're essentially in what is like, imagine the, the, the alleys or like the, the rows of a shopping mall, mm-hmm. except, you know, four times bigger. Okay. Is there um, any way I can kind of like lead lead this band into like perhaps a more stealthy like routes like maybe use my my stealth check to help kind of guide them through uh, like to break eye contact and maybe dodge dodge them in some way sure so what i'm going to say for this is you're going to roll a stealth check Mm -hmm. uh and they're going to have to do a perception check to follow you i feel like while this is happening cody's pointing at them going they see us (laughs) oh my god how'd they get there hey guys um I rolled a natural one (laughs) for for a 13 total. So the way I'm going, we haven't really done this yet. We've done it in combat, but not for skill checks. I'm still going to let you, if you succeed the DC, the way that Pathfinder and Starfinder are intended, like even if you roll one, you can still succeed. But with a one, I'm always going to give you a but. In this case, you did not pass the DC. Cool. Uh, so this is just a real bad failure. And you lead them towards, there's like a, a group of tourists kind of taking pictures of the admin building and you lead them to them. But as soon as you do, they disperse and you're now standing in the largest spot where there is nobody. <laughs> and it's, it's a very hard thing to do on the cube, especially in the atrium. But because this group has just kind of like left and moved as one, uh, you guys are now just standing right out in the open. <laughs> cool. All right. <laughs> now that they have like a clear line on you, they start like jogging towards you. Give me another set of percep- perception checks. Oh, uh, that's a four. That's a three. Oh, boy. <laughs> 25. Party wipe right now. Zurin, from across the atrium, you hear someone yelling those same words that you heard Greg and Fred doing. And then in Yusoki, you hear, Rackinang! And in Common, you hear, Rackinang! And then you look over at the transport terminal in which you dropped off the package for Nyx. Mm-hmm. And one of the men who was the receiver of the package is holding it above his head and then is engulfed in flames as it explodes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> the shockwave of it sends people closest to the edge kind of flying backwards. You guys are hit with that warm blast of a high-powered explosive and the blades no longer care about you and are now running to help the people who were just in this blast and are now running across the bridge to the other side of the atrium. Let's uh, get a quick inquiry, and I believe it is time for us to leave our short visit on the cube. I, I think we need to get them out faster than ever. And Let's it go. is chaos has descended upon the cube. People are panicking and running, and you can hear cars crashing into each other as they sort of look to see what the hell just happened, and the light wave becomes this mess of of cars and and transports, and people people are just everywhere, and as terrible of a, a crime as this is, and as a tragedy as this is, this gives you guys great cover, 
and you are able to sort of make your way through the atrium uh, with a little bit of, of cover because it is just absolute pandemonium. I guess like Cody just starts to jog. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's just like brain, like pulling the others. Just like, let's go. You get a call, Durin. Uh, I check. I check it. And uh, who, who's calling me? It says, do not answer. And then in brackets, thimble. <laughs> um, I look at it for a second, start to put it away. I'm like, and then I answer it. I'm like, uh, during, uh, or you see thimble and on the screen, she's clearly like hunkered down somewhere. And she says, during, where are you? Um, can't really say right now. Uh, where are you? I'm at admin HQ and things are going fucking wild here. I don't know what the hell your captain brought in here, but they're losing their minds. My captain brought in here. We didn't bring anything here. Well, whatever it is, they keep yelling at him to give it to them. And I don't know what the hell you guys are doing, but whatever it is, it's going to go real bad for you real quick. Any context clues, anything, what, what could, what are they looking for? I don't know. What the hell were you guys doing out in space? They hired you for something, right? He's reporting to them. So whatever you guys did out there, you guys brought something back and they want it really bad, Durin. I'll get back to you in a moment and they just hang up. What do you guys make of that? Maybe it's the silver stuff we brought back. Oh, most definitely. But would it have spread like that? I don't, I don't believe so. I think we've been played. Every one of the contracts we were forced to take and now I think we're being framed. And I think we got to get them out of there soon. Yeah, let's get Quip and Quarry. Uh, is it my understanding, Dane, that the captain is at the admin building, not with Quip and Quarry? Correct. Quip and Quarry and Satir are all at a med station getting Satir fixed up. Um, right. And Victor Benson, as per Thimble's uh, suggestion, it seems like he is currently at the admin HQ. How far Ooh. is the med so it's on the other end you're about halfway through the atrium you need to get to the other side and did you say the admin's in the middle yes you're currently running past the admin building right now okay if we're gonna tackle the admin building aggressively we'll need the help of the rest of the crew agreed agreed captain Let's... can look after himself anyway as you say that the upper floor of the admin building explodes and you see a figure falling out of the window. No. And it is Captain Benson. No! No, 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 no. Can no. I run, like, towards the body? Like, as fast as I can? Absolutely you can. Okay, I fucking pelt it towards there. As you do, and as you're running, you see that he's not unconscious, and one of his kunai slip into his hands, and he throws it at a car that's passing by, and it hooks into it, and he ends up sort of like slingshotting up and around and jumps in the car and throws the dude who's driving it out. And oh. a little like drone parachute pops out of that person, and he begins just kind of like floating down as Victor Benson is now driving this sort of like red convertible sports car along the lightway. Now, I assume and these are in fact hover cars? Yes. Okay. So the way that the, the travel works is there is this hard light sort of highway that runs mm -hmm. crisscross all over. It's kind of like the L.A. highway nightmare. And there's just like these hard light roads that they, the cars follow along. Pretty cool. Um, so they are flying, but they're, they're set along a set path. 
They mm-hmm. can just go wherever the fuck they want. Uh, I guess I catch that guy instead then. <laughs> just put well, him he's, down. He's like very slowly being, yeah, I, so it would take a while. Uh, I guess let's, he, I, as I said, Captain could look after himself. Um, <laughs> Medbay? Medbay. Medbay. Fucking leg it as fast as possible because I feel like everything's exploding. Um, yes, so you guys get there with the the help of the chaos of the cube currently, and you arrive at the med station. And when you get there, you note that there is a stalwart blade currently guarding the door. If you guys want, you can do perception checks to see what else you see, but I will let you approach this as you will. Yeah, let's do the perceptions. Um, Cody's, I guess, still looking up in the sky trying to see where Victor Benson went, because that's a seven. Oh, I got a seven too. I rolled. Oh yeah, seven crew. Uh, What did you guys roll? Had a perception. Seven, Uh, seven, and twelve. Yeah. Can we add them all together? Together, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, Merrick, you're. It's a good thing you rolled higher than a ten because that's all you needed to realize that the guy guarding the door is a human that frequents the Maverick as a tavern, and you. He's one of your regulars. Oh, good. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Angine. Okay. I'm going to try to approach Angine. Uh, yeah, you do. And the second he sees you, he pulls up. What, sorry, before we do this, what are you and Cody doing, Duran? Cody, let's get close. Let's get let's get hidden and see how this plays out. Okay, I'm right behind you. And I will attempt a stealth. Okay, so there is, I'll let you, I'll give you a little bit more uh, information of the geography of the place. Mm-hmm. So it is a, a three-story uh, med mm-hmm. station it's not like a big hospital it's more of a civilian uh you know people go there if they know to go there this isn't the main medical facility um and that's why kind of why taverns prefer it because it's not packed usually um there is an alley off to the side and then there is a ramp that leads down into the like garage parking area uh, would the the alley off to the side be a good spot to kind of hide and like listen in to how it's going um, either or would be good. Um, the They're kind of like on opposite sides. So the alley is on the left-hand side and then the parking ramp goes down. So you could hide on like where where the ramp just starts to dip down, like the barrier mm-hmm. there, or you could hide in the alley. So it depends on, on what you would like to do. I feel like an alley is just too um, tropey. Let's do the parking garage. Okay. Cody's going to um, follow. Do you want me to also roll stealth? Yes. Okay, because he doesn't know or recognize me, I guess. Or I guess maybe our descriptions are out. Do you have to be trained in stealth? No, no you don't. No. Uh, that is a nine. And I got a 32. Uh, okay. Can we add them? <laughs> um, Cody, give me a perception check. Oh, God. If this is if this is over 15, you can That's follow 18. Okay. Oh, so- shit. With Durin's expert stealth, a 32 is fucking wild at level one. It was natural um, 20, baby. Oh, okay. Perfect. Always let me know when you do a natural 20. Oh, natural okay, ones okay. and 20s are, are important. I know they don't mean anything as, you know, rules is written, but homebrew, I am going to give you guys bonuses when you roll 20s and ones or penalties on ones when you do skill checks. Um, so we are going to scratch Cody's uh, poor rolls. Off the I got table. A beautiful 18 perception. These are I rare because I have one for perception. <laughs> <laughs> um, Durin, you're able to lead Cody flawlessly. You're used to leading mm. one other person in stealth. 
Yeah. And uh, this comes back to you like riding a fucking bicycle. You are, are completely capable of navigating, weaving in between sort of the parked cars in the area and the streetlights and the, the vending machines and stuff. And you make it right to the, the edge of the parking garage and you're at the, the lip right before it goes a little too low to see mm-hmm. over. You guys are right there as Merrick approaches. And Merrick, as you approach and Gene, he raises his weapon and he's like, Merrick, come on, right. man. And Gene, I don't know what the problem is. I just came to get my friends. Merrick, don't, don't fucking lie to me, man. We're friends. And Gene, why would I lie to you? The last time we met, you were at the bar. I made you about seven martinis, and you told me about your whole life. Every bit. Remember that story you told me about that teacher you had that was really mean to you that one time because you loved to paint pictures outside the lines and it really hurt you? I took that to heart. I drew a whole painting outside the lines just for you. Yeah. Yeah, man, I know. I told you that because I like you and that's why this fucking sucks. What are you doing? What do you mean? What am I doing, Angie? I'm just trying to get my friends. He shows you footage of Durin pulling explosives out of his cheek and assembling a bomb. <laughs> no. Wait. <laughs> no. Wait. Wait. Uh, Does the video... No! Us! It's us! Backwards! Does the video keep going and, like, they unshoot each other? It is. It stops as he's, like, putting it together. Now, can the is the blood in the background pouring into the wounds? And Gene... Look, I could stand here and try to explain myself, but sadly, my friend, I don't have time. I don't want to hurt you. Very much so. We shared stories that night. You spoke of art classes, and I spoke of brutal training in the desert sun. One-on-one, what do you think happens here? Uh, he he settles into his, his feet. He like gets a little lower and braces his rifle on his on his shoulder and he's like look man i i took an oath i swore to protect the cube and i don't want to do this and if i die i die that's that's why i took the job but i can't let you do this so either you tell me what happened honestly or i'll shoot we're being set up set up we just got back here we were sent on admin duty we did the job the right way but now we're being hunted Since we docked, the quests we were offered have been altered. Everything has been thought out, and we're just scapegoats here. Just scapegoats. Look at me. Look at me. Do you think I would give up family, my clan, my tribe, just to become some wannabe terrorist? Give me a diplomacy check. While this is happening, I kind of, like, look at Durin and, like, I guess pull out one of my, like, cable ties and shrug. Like, I don't know what to do, but, like, are we going to do something if it goes wrong is what I'm trying to get across. 25. And I think I'm going to give him, like, a like a little hand motion to be like, nothing is going to go wrong. You see Angene, he was, you know, he his hand was on the trigger and he's a trained soldier. So that doesn't happen unless he's going to shoot. And you see him relax and he lowers the gun and he says, Merrick, you know I got to call this in. Give me five minutes. That's all I can give you. You got five minutes. They're on the third floor. Go. Thank you, Angie. I'll never forget you. And then I signal the to uh, Cody and Duran, and we head inside and we rush to the third floor. 
With that footage, I don't think he'd let me in. I really like Engine. <laughs> okay, I'll go in by myself. Um, if you so Cody and Duran, if if you feel like that's not a safe option for you, you can look down in the gr- parking garage. You can see an el- like a service elevator. Okay, I'm yeah. following Duran's lead at this point. Like he led me here. Cody's just kind of out of his depth right now. Okay, yeah, especially like I guess to me, if he if if a guard saw that footage, like it's different that Merrick's going in this way. I don't think I have that option. Cody might. I don't think I would be able to. Okay. I'm following so, you, Dern. All right. Service elevator it is, and hopefully try to keep pace with Merrick and off give him support when we when we can. Sure. Um, so Merrick, you enter into the building and you realize that it has been evacuated for the most part. There's a few doctors and they know you too. Like you've you've been hurt on contracts and had to come here to get patched up. So like they know you. Um, but I don't think they don't have the the intel that the blades do. So they don't really know what's going on other than they've been warned that they're going to get hit with a shit ton of people because people are getting hurt right now. Like there's an attack on the cube. Um, So they're not really paying any attention to you. They're preparing for an influx of really bad cases. Cool. I'm just being swift, trying to be conspicuous. Sure. Um, So you can go up the stairs or the elevator. Um, I'll take the stairs. Okay. Duran and Cody, what are you doing? Um, I guess we're just going in the elevator. Uh, yeah. We heard them say third floor, right? Yep. I guess when we get in, Cody just pushes third floor. Cool. Can we like stand on either side of the door where like we won't be immediately visible just in case there's another guard waiting and maybe we'll have a minute or a second to do something? Of course. Cool. Sounds good to me. Or I, I guess you are the sneaky boy, so you... You can take charge here. All right. After you hit floor three, and as it's going up, right as floor two passes, hit the emergency stop and start going through the top of the elevator. Okay. Oh. The second I do it to the button, the second he gives me the the finger, I what that sounds weird. Second he gives me the nod, Mm -hmm. I uh, I hit the emergency stop. Perfect. Okay. So the elevator jerks to a halt, and those little red lights come on, and you're able to scurry up the top. That's not a problem, but you're now going to have to do some climb checks or I guess athletics checks. Actually, you know what? No, there'd be like a service ladder there that you would have to, you'd be able to climb. Um, So there's, you can see that there's a service hatch that goes to the roof, or you can try to do something to open the third floor uh, elevator thing. And third floor is the top floor, right? Yes. Um, Cody points at the roof and shrugs. Is there any? Are there any vents? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping to look for. Yeah, I'll say there's a vent. Every single diehard that Cody's ever watched is making him really want to get in those vents. Uh, I think Duran gives you a knowing nod. <laughs> Cody like reaches down and fist bumps you. <laughs> fist bumps right back. Uh, into the vents, I guess. You guys climb up to the third floor, and just above the elevator, there is a uh, a set of vents. But, Cody, I'm sorry. Only small creatures could fit through there. No! Can I, like, unscrew my arms and just, like, worm (laughs) it down? Uh, No, you're too big for this because this is a space world and vents aren't big enough for people. Well, I was thinking in the future they're going to need even more ventilation. (laughs) Just bigger vents. Exactly. Everything gets bigger. It's like burgers now versus burgers 20 years ago, right? I. Uh, unfortunately, not not in this med station. Uh, okay, you've broken Cody's heart, 
Uh, he, I guess, gives uh, Durin a hand in. And should I go to the roof? No. Go to third floor. Go help Merrick. Okay. I guess I'm going to try to open the like third floor door. And I'll, uh, yep. I'll offer you support from the vents if I can. Hey, uh, give me the signal safe. if anything goes wrong. Stay safe. So, Cody, I'm going to need a computer's check. Well, shit. Or an engineering check. To How open about these doors? Brute force. <laughs> if you want to do a strength check, you can also brace yourself on the ledge and try to just fucking haul these doors open. You know, I'll, I'll try the computers first. Uh, that's a 17. Uh, yeah, this is a service thing. There's, it's not difficult to get these boys open, and a 17 is more than enough to do it. The the service elevator doors slide open. Merrick, you have reached the top of the third floor stairs, and you get to the door with the three on it. What would you like to do? Um, I want to put my my ear to it to see if I can know I can figure out what's going on on the other side. Sure, give me a perception check. Thirteen. You hear Quip yelling. We ain't do anything, you idiots. I'm going to tear you apart. <laughs> oh, no. I open the door. <laughs> yes, you open the door and down the hall in a hospital room, you can see Satir still in a bed and Quip and Query currently standing off against two very large robots. I get ready to fight some robots, I think. <laughs> They're down the opposite end of the hall. And as you open up, you see the elevator door on the other end of the hallway so you're on one end of the hallway at the very end of the hallway is the service elevator you see those doors open and the the hospital room that they're in is beside the service elevator where cody is all right i, I start moving towards it trying to be sneaky i guess all right well then you're gonna have to give me a self check i assume That's... i see all this yes. right you guys, oh, yeah. you guys see each other. You don't see the room. You can hear Quip yelling, mm -hmm. but you can't see the room for where you are. Okay, I like gesture. Uh, like I kind of like shrug and like I crawl out of the elevator slowly. Uh, dirt, oh. or sorry, America, what was your stealth check? Uh, four. Uh, okay, you step out into the hallway, and the door behind you slams shut. <laughs> and because the thing has been evacuated, it echoes throughout. And Quip and Query now look up and see you and the robots sort of go, bloop, bloop, activity detected on the floor, investigating. And one of the uh, drones, big robots, and they're this like big dome. They almost look like those domed garbage cans. And they're on these small four caster wheels with a red display on the front. And they're this like soothing blue. And one of them begins wheeling out of the room. And Cody, you now see one of these robots now wheeling out in front of you. And as it turns, you're on your hands and knees <laughs> crawling out of the elevator. <laughs> and it looks down at you and it says, activity detected. Intruder detected. Initiating restraining procedures. <laughs> and these two arms shoot out of the side of it. And straps drop out into their hands. And you guys are going to have to roll initiative. <laughs> Hello, 
Space Jam Dane here. Thank you very much for listening to episode three. It is so awesome for you to be joining us once again. We hope you are enjoying the episode. We hope you are excited to see what happens. I did warn you, uh, things get wild. And again, no spoilers, but uh, things continue to get wild. This will be a short one. I do have some exciting news, though. First and foremost, thank you uh, for everything you guys have done with our launch, um, following us on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. It is really, really great, the response that we've had on our first two episodes. Uh, we were in the iTunes charts for in the UK, US, and Canada. Canada, we were like in almost in the top 10 of games podcasts. Uh, for the first week that we launched and going into the second week as well. And that is all thanks to you. So thank you very much for uh, recommending us, sharing us, uh, telling your friends about us. It's amazing. It, it is all that we can ask. And we are so, so very grateful for all of the amazing feedback that you guys have given us. If you do want to reach out to us and want to engage with us and see what we're up to, you can follow our social medias at NoQuestCast. That is for both Instagram and Twitter. We've also started a Discord and a subreddit it is again no quest cast in order to find our discord head over to our website at noquestcast.com uh, and then join the, the the chat we have like places where you can talk about the episodes you can talk to us about things we're going to start a just a general starfinder chat if you want to talk about the system as well from what we've seen uh y'all are very cool and we would like to foster that community as much as we can because uh we love you very much after after the way you guys have treated us on our launch there's no other way to say it Second on the docket, I just want to say I'm going to need a bunch of NPC names coming up. So if you want to add your name to the NPC pool, all you need to do is follow us on either Twitter and Instagram. Again, that's at NoQuestCast. Anytime I need a, an NPC name, I look through the followers and grab names and stuff out of that. Also, a great way to do it is if you use the, the hashtag NoQuestCast to talk about the show on any of the platforms. I will also search those and anyone posting about us kind of gets bumped to the the top so if you do want your name as an npc name could end up being a fan favorite character who knows either follow us or or talk about us on whatever platform that you want um also the discord is a great place i look at like all of our social media to get inspiration for our npc names and i'm gonna need a lot of them so there's a very good chance that your name could end up in the show and finally and most excitingly is that a word it is now we are doing a little event i believe we're calling it no rest for no quest, uh, which means throughout the entire month of February, we are going to be releasing episodes weekly instead of bi-weekly. So our regular schedule and our schedule for the foreseeable future will be every other week on Wednesdays. But for the month of February, because of how great you guys have treated us, we want to reward you with as many episodes as we've got. So we will be doing a weekly episode starting on February 2nd. Every Wednesday in February uh, will be a new episode. Again, this isn't a sustainable content release for us. It takes a lot of work and a lot of time, and a lot of effort for scheduling and editing and recording and everything. So we will, once we get into March, we will be going back to bi-weekly. But for the month of February, there will be an episode every week, which means four episodes that month. And that is just our little way of saying thank you very much for your support. Uh, we adore you. We can't thank you enough. And if you continue to enjoy the show, please continue uh, sharing it and following us and recommending it to your friends. Also, if you'd like to leave us a review on either Spotify or iTunes, that would help us out immensely. That is all the business and housekeeping that I have to do. So please enjoy the rest of the episode.
I'm like cursed. All my rolls suck. Same. <laughs> I rolled an 18. Oh. Well, it's you. great, but you're in the vents. I know. Don't worry. I have a plan. <laughs> uh, I got a 12. I got a 6. I rolled a 6. <laughs> my initiative is just 1. I swear to God, if I end up being entangled again, <laughs> my whole aim for this, like, this session was to not get stuck to my own butt again. Um, so oddly enough, Durin, you hear all this happening in the vents, and you get to go first. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to make my way to the room that Quip and Query are in. Yeah, so you are pretty much right above it, more or less. Okay, okay. Um, because you went in through the service elevator, and that was right beside their room. So through the vents, you can see out into the hall. So you can't see Cody, but you can see um, Merrick down the hall. And then you can see into their room and you can see Quip and Query, but you can't see Satir's bed, but you can also see the, the other robot that are in, that's in the, the room. Okay. Shit. Well, I had a plan, but the robot fucked it up. Um, are they look restrained, right? I'm assuming that's the case. No. So they are just kind of like in a standoff with them. Um, usually, uh, quip or sorry, query would just mind control things, but they're robots and, uh, quip doesn't have his, his arsenal with them right now. Okay. Okay. Um, do I have enough room? I probably don't because I have a sniper rifle. There's no way I can like take aim while in the vents. There's probably not enough room. No, there's no way you could get an angle on them with a, with a two handed weapon. I assumed so. Shit. Um, all right, is there anything in the vents that it could make of use? Uh, no, they are completely clean, but you do see that like they go, they stretch, you know, the, the entire length of the floor in different directions. So like you can get into other rooms if you wanted to, like you can see it turning down. So they're, the way the, the layout is currently, there's uh, the staircase and the main elevator that is on Merrick's side. Mm-hmm. Then there are hospital rooms all down that side this hallway and then at the end of the hallway it goes into almost like a t-shape and that's where the service elevator and cody is to the left of cody is uh the room with satir to the right you're not sure um but the the vents go like through every one of the rooms and down to where uh merrick is and then they also go in the t-shape along into the like over the the service elevator and into the room beside it okay okay I think I'm going to make my way and you can let me know if I don't have enough actions to do this or not. I'm going to make my way in the vents to go into a room that is completely um, empty. Yep. And just let my firearm go off in there. Like not my, uh, my rifle per se, but just my, like, like uh, my pistol, my laser pistol, just let it go off and hopefully draw the robot towards there. Uh, Okay, cool. What direction would you like to go? You can go, uh, to the right of the elevator, which you don't know, or you can go down towards Merrick into one of the hospital rooms. Uh, let's go to the room across from the elevator. So to the right of, yeah, of the, yeah. Okay, cool. So as you go that way, you see into it and it seems to be some sort of office. Uh, this isn't a hospital room. It is a, like a administration room or some sort. Okay. And then I'm just going to let my pistol go off and. Make maybe a pseudo distraction. Sure. Um, you hear one of the the robots go. Firearm discharge detected. Entering into aggression mode. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, God. 
and the straps retract back into the hand and two uh like blades come out and one or sorry a blade on one hand and a like a cannon on the other (laughs) now is it looking away from me when it's doing this uh no it still sees you (laughs) hey it knows you didn't fire the the thing but it uh it has it has changed modes i i'm sorry there was there was a beautiful plan in my head and it it wasn't this Uh, it is now the robot's turn, and the one that is currently facing you, Cody, uh, aims down and says, You have a chance to surrender. Please put your hands on your head. And then the one in the room with Quip and Satir, it says, Please remain where you are. You are still being detained. I must go investigate further disturbances. And it wheels out and past Cody, and it begins going to the office. Uh, and the one that's currently aiming at you, Cody, readies an action. <laughs> and it's your turn. Cody is going to put his hands on his head, I guess? Or he's going to look at, like, like as he's doing it slowly, look at everybody he knows in eyesight and be like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. You you look at Query and she nods very subtly and very calmly. Quip looks furious and he's making like tearing motions at you. Uh, and Merrick, you can let me know what uh, what you're <laughs> you're con- conveying to Cody. A lot of confusion. <laughs> oh, not as much as I'm feeling. All I saw was um, Cody rip open an elevator door and then a gunshot went off nearby. So. <laughs> That's what you're getting. I'm just confused trying to <laughs> process what's going on. Just going to put my hands above my head, I guess, but I'm going to ready in action. Ooh, okay. Um, well, thankfully, you're not going to take this attack from the, the robot because you're complying. Merrick, it's your turn. So the robot that's, that's targeting uh, Cody, it's right in front of him, right? Yep. And is the elevator door still open a little bit? It is, yes. Can I sprint at this robot and try to push it down the elevator shaft with Cody acting like, you know, how in elementary school we used to stand behind them and then, you you know, someone would push you and you trip over them as they're knelt down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. This is what I'm, and I am. I can run real fast. Uh, no, you can run so fast. Absolutely. So, so what yeah, you're going to be doing here is you're going to be rolling an attack roll. You're trying yeah. to beat their kinetic AC plus eight. Oh, God. I don't know if I can do that, but fuck, we'll try. It's too funny not to do. Do I get a bonus for for rushing? It's the yeah, same, as, I mean, uh, same as Pathfinder, so plus you know two what? and then minus to AC. Okay. So that's a 20 non-natural. A 20. You Do I get run. a bonus for Cody kneeling there? <laughs> can, can I aid? <laughs> um, you know what? You ready to an action? Yes, I'm going to let you aid. So you're going to be rolling... Um, because you're prone, technically, I'm going to say you have to hit a 10, but you're going to be taking a minus two to your roll here. Okay. And is it just a flat roll or am I like attacking? Add your attack bonus. Okay. Uh, that's a, ooh, that's a 10 on the money. Oh. It's a minus two, right? <laughs> minus two, yes. Yeah, I rolled a 12. Fuck. Okay. Well, you did it. So you, you, you needed to beat a 21. 
Oh, God. <laughs> but I mean, it's like a perfect moment to aid because you could just like bend down and be that like that trip, right? Yes. Yeah. We make eye contact. You see Merrick activate his jet boots as he fucking just just soars down this this hallway. And you guys make you guys you see each other. And this is such like an 80s prank <laughs> that you know exactly what's about to happen. Merrick, what does this look like? What do you do? So I, I'm just going full force. I'm making eye contact with Cody. Blocking. Cody's like nodding in slow motion. All four <laughs> arms are sort of like up in the air. Like just about to give this guy the biggest push of all time. So yeah, charging down all four arms and boom. And you like it because of this like weird center of balance it has. It just has like those little four caster wheels. It's not on treads or anything. So it's so fucking easy to tip this thing over. (laughs) It just goes like it hits the side of the elevator and you hear it say activating falling procedures as it just bong, 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 bong. You just hear it fucking like ping ponging down the elevator shaft and a small explosion. Oh, dear. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> That's my turn. Boys, uh, I found my favorite moment of the podcast. <laughs> Darren, it's your turn. You're currently uh, above this office, and you, you can just hear some confusing shit. <laughs> yeah, and but you can hear that there is currently a robot on it. Like you can see through the the office window, like the the mm-hmm. shuttered blinds, uh, mm-hmm. that there is a robot outside of the door now because of your gunfire. Okay. Okay. Um, so my next part, the next part of my plan was to scurry over uh, to the vents and to equip back to equipping queries room and try to drop my gun into the room for them. Uh, okay. So give me a uh, give me an engineering check to see if you can pry open the okay. uh, the grate. It is a very very easy check. Um, I got a twenty four. Yeah, that is more than enough. You are your little like clawed hands make a perfect like, screwdriver for these very simple screws. You pop it open and you're sending down your rifle. No, no, not my rifle, just my handgun. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, you drop it down and uh, Quip catches it and you just hear him go, oh, yes, those stupid buckets of bolts. And he runs out of the room. Uh, and I guess I need to roll initiative for Quip here. Uh, OK, he's going to be going before Cody. <laughs> and it is the robot's turn it uh smashes open the administration door and enters and looks around and then sees nothing and says threat not detected returning to restraining mode and the fucking straps come back out and goes out into the hall and sees quip with his gun out <laughs> in the hallway um and it is Quip's turn and he's just gonna fucking open fire on this bitch. Yeah, that's gonna hit, and that won't hit. Um, what is the is it's one d four, right? Yeah, one d four fire. Okay. Uh, cool. He does four points of fire damage to the robot. Oh, oh fuck yeah! As he just like he's just laughing maniacally as he's just shooting this robot. Uh, and now it's your turn, Cody. Uh, I guess punch time. <laughs> Cody's just like <laughs> high off the adrenaline of, and also probably really hurt having one of those. I assume they're heavy, but he's just going to surge up and like run over and like clock this thing. Hell yeah. He also kind of wants to take it out before it puts the straps away. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. 
Uh, that's an 11. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, 11 will not do it. I assume because um, it's you... like a circular. It just like clings, like just slides off him. Exactly what happened. Yeah, you go and punch him and it's just this round, solid metal thing. And yeah, it, it means nothing to him that he's just been punched in no discernible face or anything. <laughs> uh, Merrick, it's your turn. All right. Um, the little ball of black light around Merrick's head is going to go into his palm and form a blade of light. And I'm going to try to get up to this robot in his business. All right. Duren, it's your turn. I think I'm going to make my way out of the vent into this room now. Into the sorry, into the room with uh, Satir? Uh, yeah, with Satir and Query. Yep. You can do that. That's, yeah. That'll be your move action. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll do that and be like, what the hell is going on? Well, darling, we were going to ask you that as well, because we were here doing very simple medical things, getting Zatir up mm-hmm. right as rain. And now we are currently being threatened and told that we're acting under the Zenonian Empire. So, uh, Mr. Duren, why don't you tell me what the hell is going on here? Uh, my, my contact mentioned something about we brought something onto the ship, and that's what they want. But I wouldn't know what that is. Well, there are two things that we brought onto the ship since our last visit. The silver liquid and Cody. I'm seeing that silver liquid much more often than I want to, so I'm going to assume that for now. Well, then, we should rendezvous with the captain and get the hell out of Dodge. Can you you carry Satir? Oh, Satir is fine. He's just sleeping. Uh, And she goes over and she slaps Satir. And he (laughs) wakes up and he, uh, uh, he gets out of bed. Uh, he's still he's still like a little banged up, but like magic is a thing in this world, so a a small wound is is nothing. He was just resting. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little speechless currently, uh, and uh, I guess I'll like nod at that and start getting close to the door with my other action and just kind of watch the hallway and maybe get set up for a shot eventually. Okay, um, it is the robot's turn. And he's going to uh, say, hostile action detected, entering aggression mode. And the the cannon and the, the blade come back out. Uh, and he's going to take a shot at Quip. That's not great. No, not great at all. And it goes completely wide and just shatters the window in the back. And Quip is currently just like still laughing and like kind of dancing and be like, you can't hit me, you stupid bucket of bolts. You're useless. I hate you. Poor Angene outside. Yeah, he's regretting everything. <laughs> uh, so Quip just rolled a net 20. Ooh. Uh, unfortunately, doesn't really do much. It does two points of fire damage because he rolled a one. But isn't he on <laughs> fire now? True. Um, yeah, I believe you have to yes, make a burn that's check. That's true, yeah. Do I have the rules in front of me? No. It's a I DC don't. 12 for my gunch gun to not go on fire. Okay, well, you know what? I'm just going to roll that D4. Uh, well, that's another fucking one. <laughs> uh, so he does three points of fire damage to this big old robot boy. Uh, Cody, it's your turn. All right. Um, Cody's going to try and like get a different angle on it and like get out of the way of the fire. So he's going to like dip around to the side and try to like just hit it in different places. He's he really just didn't like being made surrender. So he's trying to do something. That's a 15. 15 will do it. Oh, thank God. I didn't think it would. 
know, they're, they're big, that's non-agile boys. Seven points of damage, as I guess he finds a good spot and, like, maybe just, like, slams down on the top of it, like, hammer fists, now that he knows that, like, punching it's just gonna slide off. <laughs> All so right, just around the you- side, just, like, bonking down on the top of it. Yeah, you you do that, and it leaves a pretty solid dent, and you hear the the robot go, activating mode, um, and it's not doing well. Merrick, <laughs> it's your turn. Awesome. Merrick goes into photon mode, so he's like a, a, a bit of red light surrounds him, and he swings his saber of black light for a 14. Sorry, 15. Yep, that'll do it. Awesome. For seven points of damage. Hell yeah. How do you destroy this boy, Merrick? Ooh. Merrick sees the damage that Koei's sort of laying into it. You know, it goes into photon mode and with a quick strike uh, takes the head of the robot off. Yeah, perfect. So you just kind of bisect it right in the top and the, the dome part. His body keeps going and the dome just kind of like falls off and it just keeps rolling forward. And Quip is like, yes, yes, do it, do it, do it. And it keeps going and he gets out of the way and it just hits the side of the window and tips out the window that it it broke earlier. (laughs) And uh, you hear another soft explosion. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hello, family. Well, about time. Also, what the hell is happening? What are you guys doing? We're being set up. Where's the captain? He should have been here by now. He didn't know about the Matic Bay. He's probably on his way to the ship. Well, I mean, Vic is at HQ, right? He's he's dealing with the guild at, oh, at administration. There was an explosion, and then he jumped into a car, and he drove away. <laughs> he got yeah, blown the- out of the window and hijacked a car, and the man floated safely to the ground. Quip, Query, and Satir are all just staring at you with like their mouths open. Uh, how fucked do you think the situation is? It's It's multiplied. Quite a few times. Quip looks at you and says, did you say that admin blew up? A part of it, yeah. And a man in the crowd. And we've been accused of setting a bomb. And I think we had five minutes, right? Cody's like, checks his like, watch, I guess. We have to go now. (laughs) They're going to be calling this in. Well then, darlings, I say that we should probably skedaddle, yes? Yes. Satir, are, are you okay? And Cody like gives him the thumbs up. Like, quizzically. Uh, Satir gives you a, a thumbs up back. Cody, like, sighs in relief. You can tell he, he winces in a little bit in pain as he lifts the, the shoulder that he got impaled on. But mm-hmm. he he's, you know, he's he's doing okay. Uh, are, so they're not armed? Quip and Qu- or Query has, like, blades. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, Satir is still not top shelf. And they didn't really know what was going on. So they didn't mm-hmm. really want to start a fight with... Fair. With things, basically, I just like I have my gulch gun and like I guess I offer it to them. I uh, no, now that we're all together, we should be fine as long as we have no more pesky robots. I can take care of. I assume you got the message I sent. Yes, 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 yes. yes it was yes. very helpful. Just before we head down into the market, if someone starts saying "reckoning" in many languages, they might be about to explode. So be careful. Okay, good to know. Thank you for that piece of terrifying information. Cody, like, smiles. All all sarcasm lost on him. Uh, how would you guys like to exit the uh, the med station? Uh, Jump out the window. I, that's three floors up. Um, I guess through the front door. 
uh, yeah, so you can take the uh, you can call like the the service elevator back up. You can take that down. You can take the regular elevator, or you can take the stairs that you took, Merrick, which would bring you to the front. Um, the service elevator will bring you back down to the parking garage. Maybe we should take the service elevator. That sounds good. Is the service elevator working currently? Uh, you would have to do a computer's check to call it. Okay. Um, but yes. All right. Yeah, also, you that's... could just drop down into it as well because you the mm. the third floor doors are open. Uh, mm. So you could just climb down into it and resume service and, and take it down too, depending on what you want to do. Okay, I'll leave it up to the crew. Um, how how long has it been? You can guess that it's probably been about three minutes or five minutes. Like All you right. you do not have much time here. Let's just jump down into the service elevator. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so yeah, you guys all make it down. Satir takes a little longer with his his arm, but he makes it down without too much trouble. And you reactivate the elevator and take it back down to the garage. And when the doors open, you are met with Vic Benson uh, sitting in his newly acquired red convertible sports car. And he says, oh, thank God. I was just about, you know, I was coming here to get you guys. I assume you know everything has gone absolutely fucking sideways. Yes. Uh, correct. To shit. Yeah, to shit, Junkie. Now I need to know, do any of you know what the hell is happening? We have an idea, but don't, the why and the who are answers we don't know. We've been framed. Yes, it, it would seem as, as so, but it seems might be worse than that. We have some big problems. And he opens up his tablet and, like, pulls the screen up so that it's like a holographic projector. And it currently says wanted enemies of the cube and it's the faces of uh victor benson merrick duran and cody mm. and duran gets real quiet and just is clearly unhappy with this um cody look kind of like looks at it and has a strange expression he's like they're sending this out everywhere well i'm on the cube yeah alf might see it we need to get to the ship captain yeah you don't have to tell me that but there's a good chance our ship is locked down. We ain't getting out of there unless we can figure something out first. And as he says that, you hear sirens outside. We have to go. He looks at you guys and he says, look, this ain't the best idea. And I know, Cody, you're probably going to think this is being a hero, but this is just kind of what we got to do. Satir, quip, query. You hang back here. You're not the ones wanted. And he points over to a medivac vehicle. And he says, you guys take that out. Get to the ship. The four of us, we're the ones they want. So we're going to lead them off. We're going to drag them away. That'll give you a chance to escape. You understand? And the, the three nod and they make their way over to the the med thing. And then Quip runs back and he says, oh, yeah, I, uh, you know, help myself to these. And he throws you guys a med kit. And inside there are uh, six... Healing Serums Mark 1. Hell yeah. Two Healing Serums Mark 2. Okay. And your first special magic item of the adventure. It is an adrenal booster. And three times a day, it will act as a Healing Serum Mark 1. And those recharge every day. Cool. Three times a day? Three times a day. And do we need to get one? No. It's it's one adrenal booster and then the, the serums as per... The ones I just listed. All right. So do we want to divide them up? Yeah, I guess two Mark 1s each. Cool. Uh, you 
you boys are going to be farther in front than I am. Go ahead, uh, go ahead and take the uh, the two Mark twos. Mark twos, okay. Yeah, so Mark two each. each, and I don't care who holds the special magic one. Yeah, maybe you take that in case we go down. Oh, for turn. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then uh, Benson, you now get a good look at him, and you can see that he's been shot in his shoulder. Uh, mm-hmm. And he looks at you, Cody, and he says, Junkie, you know how to uh, drive one of these things? I believe I do. Good. And he shuffles over into the back seat and lets you guys get in. Okay. Cody's just boom, gone. Just the second everyone's in, he's just like. Yeah, I'll take Sorry. the back seat. Okay. Where's everyone else sitting? I'm in the back as well. Because I guess Captain and Cody are in the front and me and... Wait, no, so... Sorry, if, if Duran's in the back, it's a four-seater. Uh, Cap and Duran are going to be in the back. Merrick, you're going to be the passenger. Okay, cool. Um, and sure enough, as you guys speed out, you see that they have been setting up a blockade. Uh, and the second you go, the, the cars that haven't been parked uh, give chase. And you guys are now in a high-speed chase with the stalwart blades of the cube as fugitives. Oh, dear. Um, so some things to note, you guys, uh, Cody, you have a couple options here. Mm -hmm. Um, one is to get onto the lightway and the other one is to stay on the back streets, Mm -hmm. but there is pretty much the, the difference between the two is the back streets are a little more narrow, but maneuverability is almost impossible. So if they were to block you, you would probably be fucked on Mm -hmm. the lightway you have a ton of different options to to move around. Captain, where to? I believe it's time for lightweight to the danger zone. Oh my god, the second Cody hears that, he turns, he like meets your eyes even though he's still driving and says, remember boys, no points for second place, and fucking guns it towards the lightweight. <laughs> Completely forgetting that he asked the captain. <laughs> Benson just kind of mumbles something, he's like, well I would have said the lightweight too, but that's all right. <laughs> um, as you pull onto the lightweight, you can see that there are three cars in pursuit of you right now. There are two smaller cars and one sort of larger, lightly armored car. Um, give me some. Um, before we get going, I want to know what you guys know about the the lightweight and the car that you're in. And in order to do that, um, everyone can roll engineering checks and computer checks. Okay. I don't have either of those, so I won't roll, roll anything. Can I do a piloting check about the car? Um, yeah, I'll let you do that. Okay. Well, I got an 11 computers, but... Um, okay, that's, that's enough for something. I got a 24 piloting. Okay, cool. Um, I got an 11 engineering, but that's a natural one. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I don't really know how I can make this bad. Um, so with 11... Um, you know that the lightweight is made of hard light and it reacts with the propulsion of the vehicles to keep them level, but solid objects can still fall through the lightweight. Um, oh, with, okay. So it's it's not uh, it's not solid stuff. The only reason it's it's solid is uh, because of the way, like what's used to keep the the cars afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you were to fall out of the car, you would fall through, as you saw from that dude mm-hmm. okay, who got cool. thrown out. Cody, with the computers of 10, you know that pretty much every vehicle has an anti-tracking or like an anti-theft tracking device mm-hmm. installed okay. in it. Um, with a piloting, you know that most vehicles have a safety measure in place that will alert, alert emergency services if they were to 
somehow break through the magnetic fields that keep keep people on the lightway. Okay. I tell everyone this, and I guess I turn to uh, Durin. I'm like, can you get rid of the tracker? I'll see if I can find it. Um, give me a culture check as well. Um, I someone. I don't have it. That is a 10. Uh, 10 is, is enough for this. It's pretty simple. The blades have the ability. Their vehicles don't need to stay constrained to the lightway. So they they have the ability to fly independently. Uh, ba, ba, ba. So yes, so those are the things you know. One, the the lightway is not solid. You can fall through it. Two, there's anti-theft measures. Uh, three, if you were to break through the lightway, there is a device placed in most vehicles that would alert emergency services to their location and um, that the blades are able, they don't need to follow the lightway. So if if needs be, they can they can fly independently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wherever they can, want. Can we fly independently or is it just like, yes, but it will alert emergency services? Like no. our car has the capability? No? No. I, okay. I mean, every car has the capability, but if you're on the lightway, unfortunately, you guys didn't roll high enough, but you okay. you would not be able to do it without doing certain things. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I guess I want to get this tracker done. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll start doing that if that's cool. Are we doing initiative? Uh, yes, we have to roll initiative. Cool. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I like how you, when you made your character, you're like, I'm the initiative boy. I got big initiative. Well, I did roll a 26 initiative. Oh, okay. But Ooh. it's a nat 20, and I want them for cooler things, like punching things. Oh, fair. Because I get cool stuff when I crit punching, and I've been critting everything else. Uh, okay, well, you're not gonna. They're not gonna beat that. I doubt anyone else is gonna get higher than a 26. Uh, Durham, what'd you get? Uh, 23. Ooh, nice. Got pretty close. Uh, Merrick, what'd you get? Six. <laughs> there it is. Okay, and Merrick is a six. Perfect. All right. So Cody, you're gonna have to give me a piloting check. So the way this chase is going to work is. Every round, you're going to have to make a piloting check. Every now and then, I'm going to give you different options. Some will be harder, some will be easier, but we'll give you, you know, risk-reward kind of situation. Mm-hmm. You can forego actions on your turn to give your bonuses on your next piloting check. So cool. if you choose to not do anything for a turn, you will get a plus three okay. on your next piloting check. But if you choose to attack or do something else on your turn, you're going to take a minus two because you're distracted on mm. your next check. Okay. Um, if you fail your piloting check, everyone on the vehicle is going to be taking a minus two as you try to steady yourself. Damn. Okay. And then there will be things that are added as things go on. Mm-hmm. But Cody, it is your first check. Um, so the way it's going to work is you have to see is a very simple check. At the start of the round, you're just trying to weave like on ramp into the lightway and like merge. merge. Yeah, cool. That's uh, a 19. Perfect. You do it incredibly. You get on the lightway and you just sort of floor it and start weaving in and out of traffic. Um, and you see the blades uh, go up onto the lightway as well. And you now have these two smaller vehicles that are coming up on your flanks, the left and light, right flanks. And then the, the larger lightly armored vehicle is uh, directly behind you, um, or at least trying to keep these formation as uh, as you're weaving in and out of traffic. 
Cool. And now you can choose to do something, or you can choose to hold and get a bonus on your next check. I think I'm going to hold for sure for now. Okay. Um, uh, the others have a handle. I'm, I'm confident. So Perfect. I'm doing nothing. Uh, Durin, it is your turn. All right. Um, is the captain armed? Does he look armed and good to go? He, yes, he has, he has a gun. All right, cool. Uh, then I'm not going to worry about arming him. Um, I'm going to start diving into the vehicle, like maybe like through the center console and start digging through and trying to find any tracking, anything I need to disable, just to, so that way, once we get away from them, they can't track us down. Okay, give me a computer's check. Mm, mm, not an engineering check? Just... Uh, actually, no, you're right. This would be oh. an engineering check at first. Okay. Uh, 25. Perfect. Yeah. So you manage to open the front console and the speed in which you're going, it just goes flying over the and it's a convertible you're in currently. So it just like it just gets launched into the to the road and you manage to locate the, the tracking device. And it's it's kind of nestled into the the computer systems of the car. Uh, do I still have the uh, range of actions to try to disable it and remove that, it? That will be your next turn. OK, cool. Um, it is now. Benson's turn, uh, and he says, "How y'all feeling? You, you doing all right?" And he's asking about your stamina points specifically. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Never better, Captain. All right. And he leans over and he takes a couple shots at the, uh, the thrusters of the closest vehicle, and he hits them. Good job, Captain. Um, so the vehicle on your left, the faster one, he takes a couple shots. He's obviously very clearly trying to disable the vehicle and not hit anyone or hurt anyone. He's shooting like their their thrusters and propulsions under the, the ship or under the, the car. Um, it is the blades turn. And they're going to do some piloting checks. Perfect. Perfect. The smaller ones begin flanking up even closer and they're almost right beside you they're just like one car's length behind you now and the bigger one you see something open on the top and this swarm of drones pop out and begin swarming your vehicle as uh they begin you hear like they're not really targeting something in particular. They're kind of all over, and you just hear bzz, 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 as they shoot little lasers and electricity at various parts of the car. And Cody, you feel the the steering like lurch for a second, and your next roll is going to be at a minus two as these drones are attempting to disable your vehicle. God damn it, Merrick! It is your turn. All right, Merrick is going to go in the photon mode as that red energy goes over him, and he's going to try to shoot down some of these drones with his pistol. Okay. That's a 15. That'll hit. Um, you don't need to roll damage. As long as you hit these things, you destroy them. Cool. Um, so there are now three of these little drones scooting around. I will also describe your car. You're in this uh, convertible, this sports car. Um, it's got this nice beige leather interior. Uh, very, it's it's a, a car that's made in the current style or like current uh, specs and technology, but has clearly been meant to replicate like a classic car from Earth. And it's got this really wide back, about five feet uh, long on the back, like this just boat of a fucking car. And it is Cody's turn. So you're going to be taking a minus two to this roll, but you do get a plus three because you held your action. So it's just a plus one. Cool. Um... Um, as you're coming up, you have there's an option for another ramp to take you to another part um, or 
you can keep trying to weave and and drive uh, defensively. I think the other ramp sounds more appropriate. Cool. So I will say this is the harder of the two checks as you're crossing like three lanes of traffic to get to it. Okay. Well, it would have been better if I had rolled better. Uh, That is going to be 13. That is not enough. Um, As you try to cut across these three lanes of traffic, you end up having to slam on the brakes a little bit because there is a like minivan filled with kids (laughs) beside you. And (laughs) the the only way you would have made it would be to cut them off and they would have, you know, they would have spiraled. Oh, yeah. Cody just freaks out the second he sees kids and overcorrects far too much. Yeah, so everyone on this turn will be taking a minus two as the, the car kind of takes a takes a jolt due to piloting. Duran, it is your turn. Yep, I'm going to try to remove the tracking device. Yeah, it's a computer's check. Decent roll. All right, I'm not subtracting anything yet. I have a 23 and it's a minus two. Correct. So a 21. You get your little... You soaky hands in there, you feel the chip and you just sort of pry it off with one of your claws. And on the dash, Cody, you see a little sort of like crosshair mark disappear. Nice. And just I just toss it out of the vehicle. Perfect. Victor in the back seat says, Cody, hold it steady. We ain't going to be able to hit shit. Sorry, Captain. There were kids. And he gives you guys all plus two to attack. Just attack? Uh, attack and damage. Damn. Okay. Yeah, sorry. He doesn't have a skill check thing. Oh, yeah, okay. I was, like, waiting for the plus two, the skill checks. I was like, oh, I'm going to feel so much more confident. <laughs> Oops. That's his turn, and now it's the blades. Because you had to slow down a bit to avoid this minivan, the two cars come onto the side, and one of them, like, the one on the right, cranks it hard to the left and smacks into the back half of your... The, like I said, the, the back half of this vehicle is the majority of it, and they're trying to fishtail you. So, Cody, you're going to have to give me a, a piloting check. Okay. Do I get my plus three from not acting? Uh, no, because you failed your, your piloting check this round, hmm. it uh, it's going to be a minus two. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, that is a 15, then, with the minus two. 15 is exactly what you needed. Oh, sorry. 16. 16. Well, you're still good. You manage to, you feel this like heavy ass of this car start to give and you overcorrect uh, to make sure that you don't start fishtailing and spinning out and you manage to uh, repel this, uh, this ram attack. This ass attack. This ass attack. They attack in your ass. Uh, Merrick, it is your turn. I'm going to keep firing on these drones. That will be a 21. 21 will do it. So that's another one. So there's now just two drones. So the penalty from the drones is going to go down to minus one. Nice. You're doing great, Cody. You're doing great. Um, And it is your turn, Cody. Okay. So am I taking a minus three now? You're taking a minus minus one. Okay, cool. Um, So you have uh, the options for you this time. Actually, I just heard you roll. So I will just give you a flat check and then I'll give you an option for your turn. Okay, because I can still make the options if you want. Well, because no, you know what you roll now. That's fair. It's, I was going to go with the harder one anyway. But uh, yeah, okay, that's a 25 with the minus one. Yeah, fantastic. So you managed Actually, 
26. I'm bad at counting today. Jesus. <laughs> um, so you managed to to get some ground and give some distance between the, the two cars, but they seem to fall back anyway and are now driving in a way that no other cars can kind of get behind you. And you see the larger one. It puts down this like ramp thing in front of it and you can hear it like revving its engine. And the idea what that is, Captain? He looks at you and he says, looks like it's going to fucking ram you, Cody, so get out of the goddamn way. And your choice this round will be, you can keep going as usual to give yourself a plus three, or you can make another piloting check to uh, try to get out of this this like bigger vehicle's line of sight. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to get out of the way. All right. Oh, God damn it. Uh, do I still have a minus one? Yes. Well, how's an 11 going to do you? That's not good. You, uh, once again, you try to swerve into another lane and another car kind of like goes up and blocks you. And then you're about to swerve into the other. It's the goddamn minivan again. (laughs) And you're kind of like boxed in because they're taking up this lane of traffic. All the other traffic has moved to the the left and right of you. And it's Cody like takes his hands off the wheel and like is gesturing at the minivan person to like go away. Just like for their safety, like please. And I guess his hands are off the wheel. Um, The kids are waving at you because they think (laughs) they're waving back at you. Oh no. Cody's waving even more frantically to go. Uh, and they're waving even more frantically, like, hi! It's warming his heart, but he's so scared. <laughs> uh, it is Durin. It is your turn. Okay. Um, is there anything else I need to disable on the uh, on the car itself, or are we good? Um, just, sorry, by the end of my turn, I just want to be like, Captain, I, I can't get out. I can't get out of the way. Uh, he looks back and says, we'll figure something out. Otherwise, everyone brace for impact. Um, Durin, yes, mm-hmm. with... Cody's piloting check, you know that there's still one other safety measure, and mm-hmm. it is like a beacon that goes off if you break the lightway. Um, and unfortunately, okay. this one's going to be a little more difficult. It is located on the outside of the vehicle. Oh, son of a bitch. It's above, like, the wheel. Oh, cool. Like, right before we get rammed off the lightway. <laughs> um, all right. Let me get in Dur- Durin's uh, frame of mind real quick. Fuck, he would do it. I will scurry over there. All right. So you're going to be um, mm-hmm. cl- pretty much climbing over Merrick and onto, essentially, I guess, the hood, or you can hang off like the mirror, but you're over the passenger's, uh, the passenger side, like front wheel. So okay. you tell me how you want to do that, and I will let you know what you need to roll to make sure it doesn't end terribly. All right. Um, I could, what I could see him doing, because of course, this is insanely dangerous. Um, he would take probably take off his belt and like maybe loop it around one of his sides and hand it to one of Merrick's arms. <laughs> okay. Before going, just to have that backup, though he, he doesn't have much faith in it, but it's like something a little bit. And then he's going to start like holding onto the side of the car and just start moving slowly over to where the wheel is. Okay, give me an acrobatics check, please. Oh. It's going to be very easy because Merrick is holding you steady. Actually, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. Merrick, you're going to give me an athletics check. Sure. And Duren, you're going to give me an acrobatics check. And we'll see what the, the numbers tell us. Okay. Okay. Natural 20. Oh, so my God. 26 all day. I, I, was really, 
<laughs> I rolled a 14. So, oh. yeah. Um, Merrick kind of instinctually just knows what's happening. He wraps his hand around. So he's got just a real solid hold on you. You feel like with, with Merrick's current hold, you could pretty much like free dangle. Like you wouldn't even need to brace yourself. You're that confident in his grip right now. Merrick, I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> I thought you said natural one for a second, and I was no. like, well, Durin is going for a little fly. <laughs> hey, Durin, remember when we told you you fall through the hard light? Um... <laughs> so, yes, you are now being dangled out the, the car window, hanging, mm-hmm. I, you know, I guess like either sideways or upside down, looking at the this sort of implanted beacon in the the, the, the front of the car. Okay. Do I have the action economy to remove it? You have the action economy to start. It's another engineering check to start. Okay. Okay. Um, I just got a 20? 20. Unnatural. Perfect. So you're able to find the panel that it rests in, and you, again, pop it off, and it just goes tumbling, and you look at the fall of this panel as it just, you know, spirals down into the depths of the cube. And suddenly the gravity of the situation in which you're currently in might might hit you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Pun intended there? Oh, yeah. Okay. It is Victor's turn, and he's going to take a shot at one of the drones. He does it. So there's only one drone left. And the blades now... So there's two vehicles behind you. They now part as they allow room for this larger one to just come and rear end the back of your vehicle. Cody, you're going to have to give me a pilot check. Oh, God. Hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you right now. Now, don't roll a one. Don't fucking put that on me. I want content, baby. Oh, oh my that God. Was very, that was very close to being a one. Now, do I have a plus? Do I have minuses? You have a minus one right now. God damn it. That's a 13. It's not enough. Yeah, that's not great. You feel the back end of the car lift up for a second, and then it drops down as the the uh, the the ramp that it had put down now has its kind of hooks underneath the vehicle, and you guys are now attached. And uh, I'm going to need Merrick to give me a athletics check please all right please don't drop me i'm sorry boys i rolled a seven uh that's gonna be a 13 Duran, you feel a sudden jolt as you drop about an inch as merrick's grip <laughs> weakens a little bit okay <laughs> and Fuck. it is merrick merrick it is your turn there is one drone left and you are now like attached by the bottom these like hooks have now set into the like rear part of the car, and the the larger like tankier one is now attached to you at the back. Is there like is there a weak spot? Like, can I find like a, something that I could shoot that it might the car might let go of us? You would have to give me an engineering check for that. <laughs> oh, I can't. I will shoot the last drone to get that problem over with for now. Okay, please. That's going to be a, a 13. Uh, cool. That uh, that will be enough. Um, as you destroyed the last drone, Cody, you feel 
uh, the steering column has stopped sort of like jerking and, and tugging. And you now have like the full range of motion as which you can. Unfortunately, you are hooked to this fucking vehicle mm-hmm. beside you. Um, but you feel like uh, a little bit more control has been given back to you. And it is your turn. Okay. I assume I don't need to drive right now if we're hooked in, right? Like I um, assume I can't turn. You can't turn, but you do need to give me a pilot check um, to make sure this thing doesn't like completely steamroll you. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> That's a nine. Yeah, not great. As you feel the the other two are now getting into like a box position. So you're now completely hooked on from behind. And there are now two cars uh, pretty much matching speed with you on either side. Yeah, I rolled a two. Oh, no. Fuck, I don't want to like, I don't want to not act because I feel like we need to do something. But I also really want that plus three because I'm rolling like shit. Uh, I guess I'm gonna do I know like from like, can I do a piling check to figure out like how much damage it takes to like, you know, send one of these things like off the track or spiraling or whatever. You know what? Give me a perception check. <laughs> That's a nine. <laughs> uh, no, there's no, you don't. You don't know. I'm just going to keep driving, Captain. Yeah, well, maybe do a better job. You said you could drive one of these things. And right now we are in Shit Creek. Cody just kind of like cringes, but he's not going to do anything else right now. All right, it is Durin. It's your turn. You are now kind of much less confident in Merrick's hold on you, and you now have these two uh, blades vehicles on either or like on your side. And a window rolls down, and one of them holds out. Is he's holding like a, a taser, and it like buzzes with electricity or a baton rather? Ah, oh, shit. Mm. It's definitely not safe to even stay where I am right now. I guess we're not disabling that. <laughs> for a moment i don't see it happening (laughs) yeah i'll scurry back into the car there's no way i can disable it within these in this current situation all right i'm going to need uh merrick to give an athletics check and during you have to give me an acrobatics check unnatural 20 a 12 merrick you were really confident and i think the the current situation has distracted you and you let go of the strap. And oh, no. Durin, you're going to have to give me a reflex save. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. Can I try to grab the strap? You're on the other side of the vehicle. I have oh. long arms. <laughs> it's a 10. Mm. He was there a second ago. And suddenly he's not there anymore. As Durin <sighs> begins free falling off the vehicle and you see him in your rearview mirror just falling through the lightway. Jesus. Oh my god. Oh my god. No. Man, we're we're really like our roles this session have been absolute trash. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to need trash. you to give me a you're going to roll a flat d20. Okay. 1 to 10, something bad happens. Okay. 11 to 20, something good happens. I'm going to put good in quotation marks because <laughs> okay. you are currently free falling through several I've, lanes of traffic. I'm actually video recording this rule for fun. Is, is there like 
like what's below? Is there like endless void? Is there like, you know, the concourse of the cube? Are there like, you know, so like the, if, if things go real bad and he hits the ground, what is he hitting? He's like the engines. Oh, of, of the cube. Yes. Damn. So like you guys are currently in the open air, like part of the atrium where the lightway takes up residence. And it is a just a, a like a drop down into the guts of the cube. Classic. We've cool. done very bad at this. <laughs> that was such a stupid thing for me to do. I wasn't expecting us to get boxed in like that, but all right. I'm recording this one for funsies. Okay. <laughs> Nine. Oh. oh no. You are free falling, Duran, and for a second you think this is it. Mm-hmm. And then you hit something. Okay. Uh, roll D4 for me. This will be how Three. many? Okay, so you you fell thirty feet. Oh, okay. Um, you're going to take seven points of falling damage. Okay, there goes all my stamina. And for a second, you think you've been saved. Yeah, a mm-hmm. stroke of luck, while it hurt like fucking hell. You're not falling anymore, but you open your eyes and you realize you're in the back of a Blades personnel car. (laughs) And there are now two stalwart blade interceptors looking at you and they whip out their batons and they say, looks like we've just been delivered a present. 